Welcome back to Sports Day right across regional Victoria, north and Tasmania, right out to Broken Hill every night and, of course, the far eastern reaches of South Australia, the Pinaroo and Renmark and Keith and places like that. Good to have you aboard. For Ream, when it comes to hot water designed and built for Australian conditions, you install a Ream and for Ford, $1,000 cash back, three years free schedule service for later. You choose, conditions apply. Ford, your regional Ford dealer supporting Sports Day. Go further with Ford. Dale Amos is our special Thursday night guest, senior assistant at the Carlton Football Club. And, of course, the team focus is brought to you by Thirsty Camel. Join the Thirsty Camel Club. Become a humper. Take $10 off a slab at Thirsty Camel on Thursdays in September. ThirstyCamel.com.au. Plough, the, the positive have to outweigh the negatives at the Carlton Footy Club, the way that they got themselves, re-engineered themselves and got themselves certainly going forward and at some rate, in spite of a hiccup or two toward the end. Dale Amos is a senior assistant at the Carlton Footy Club. We've spoken to Dale before. So, Dale, on this occasion, it's lovely to catch up with you again and welcome. Yeah, thanks, Tony. Thanks for that. It's one of those, I suppose, you can take a half glass full, you always should, or a half glass empty uh, kind of view, but... Did the water levels sort of fluctuate a little bit with the finish to the season? Yeah, oh, they, they probably did. I guess when we reflect on the season, we um, overall we're relatively positive about things we've been able to achieve and the position we've sort of finished up in by the end of the year. But uh, yeah, you looked at poor performances and missed opportunities. I think that's the nature of the business that um, you know, every club does that probably uh, when they reflect at the end of the year. And, and with that reflection, if there was one thing that the Carlton Football Club it can be small, small ball. It can be big picture. But if one thing the Carl Football Club wanted to achieve this year, what was it, and did you? Oh, I think it was probably the the sense of a united Carlton. Um, you know, from uh, playing to uh, off field, and and certainly trying to engage our members so that um, they they felt and everybody felt like they were on the journey and we were um, moving in the right direction. So I think I think probably. You know, from the president all the way down, uh, the club's done a pretty good job of being able to do that, and it feels like um, you know relatively well connected at the moment. Dale, so from that point of view, uh, first up, did you know Brendan Bolton uh, before you were put together, and how did you find him, and how did you find his coaching? Yeah, I'd, I'd, without really knowing him, I'd, I'd obviously coached against him when we both started coaching the VFL at the yeah. same time. Uh, he was at Box Hill, and I was at Geelong, so. I kind of admired him from afar, I guess, without really getting to know him. And um, you know, through the process of making the move to Carlton, I was really impressed. He was really aligned in terms of philosophically uh, with myself. Um, and yeah, he's been really impressive uh, player. His his, um, you know, his work ethic and his ability to be able to teach and his his big picture plan of exactly what he wants to achieve at the footy club. Um, you know, he's brought everyone along for the ride and he's, he's had a really impressive first 12 months. Well, tell us about that pre-season part of it uh, because all we kept hearing from uh, outside of the fence is that you guys spent so much time in a, a teaching environment that some of the guys you know, basically thought their brains were going to uh, burst <laughs> just trying to sort of take it all in. Yeah, it was. Um, it was a, it was a new, new game style that a lot of the players hadn't been exposed to and, and even terms and uh, the way... Uh, we were teaching the, the the game style was a bit of a challenge for the coaches at different stages. So um, yeah, look, it was a, it was intensive. Um, I, I didn't think probably the amount of, of teaching we were able to get in was possible, but he did a great job and made it really engaging. And I think the players, um, to their credit, really bought into it. So 
it was a combination of the off-field, but certainly the on-field stuff as well. We spent a lot of time on the, on the ground um, trying to get the, the game plan as solid as we could by the time we started the season. Well, it didn't take us long before we could actually see, and, and it was very visual what you were trying to trying to achieve, and uh, where some clubs in the competition still, it's a bit more difficult to uh, to work it out, certainly with Carlton. Uh, it was very clear, and it was very clear that the guys knew what they were trying to do. Did you nearly need to pinch yourself when, I don't know what it was, it six out of seven or five out of seven or whatever it was in that middle part of the year, did you nearly have to pinch yourself about how well you were going when you started knocking off sides like Geelong? Um, oh, look, it was it was probably um, yeah, it was it was certainly a nice surprise. It wasn't uh, wasn't something we necessarily anticipated happening. Um, but in saying that, we played some reasonable footy in the first month, didn't get a win, and then we just had a stretch where we were able to um, you know play well and play well for long enough to be able to snatch a few victories um, against those sides. And um, it was it was really it was important probably for the playing group because it gave them an enormous amount of confidence uh, in the way we were trying to play. Um, and then they knew that if they brought real effort and intensity around the footy that we were, were half a chance to beat probably anyone in the competition. So, um, yeah, that, that was important for the group, um, and, and it was a nice nice way to um, sort of introduce ourselves to the season after a relatively slow start in the first few weeks. Dale, one of the other things, uh, again, from outside of the fence, it looked very clear that you were trying to stabilise a back line, and if there was going to be you know, moves and positional things happening, uh, that it would happen more up the field and just try to really consolidate the back line. And I, I was really pleased that a couple of those boys in, in Doherty and Simpson, well, they'll be out of function uh, as we speak, but uh, you know uh, that they got rewarded for All-Australian because they were very, very good. Yeah, they both had outstanding seasons and, and um, have both probably really grown into um, really um, good leaders around the footy club. I think their their on-field influence is strong throughout the whole year, but I think off-field they, they continue to grow and they're going to be um, key components to us moving forward next year. But, yeah, a nice nice recognition for the seasons they both had, um, both really consistent, uh, both key drivers in, in the way we wanted to play and set up really well behind the ball. And um, they played every week which obviously helps as well I'm really interested in your three key forwards that you brought in through the national draft obviously Silvani, Kerno, and Mackay who we haven't had you know, the opportunity really of sort of uh, getting much uh, you know, view of so far but how have those boys come along you know, in footy club terms and in, in learning terms as far as you're concerned Yeah they've all done a, they've all done a good job unfortunately probably we haven't um, we hadn't had the opportunity to expose them as much um, as we would have liked. Jack probably played a fair, we played a fair portion of the back half of the year, which was great for him. Um, Charlie would have played a lot more had he not uh, got clenched a yeah. big yeah. chunk of the middle of the season. Uh, and Harry Mackay had the stress fracture in his back, which which set him a long way behind early in the year. But uh, they've all they've all invested really heavily in learning the, the game. I'm, I've been really impressed with all of them. I think they've got a great all of them have got a great appetite to want to learn and, and get better. Um, and I think. From a footy club perspective, we're really excited about the fact that they're all uh, in that headspace and they all do want to contribute really heavily to the footy club, but they're all slightly different players and I think they'll con- um, they complement each yeah. other really well in the forward line. Just on Patrick Cripps, am I correct in my, am I correct in my assumption? I suppose I have to be correct in my own assumption, Dale, so I'll ask it this way. <laughs> Patrick Cripps to me seems like a player that unless you're watching him live, you don't appreciate how good he is. Yeah, oh, look, he's a... Uh... The, the numbers, the numbers probably suggest he's a very good player, but you get a great appreciation yeah. for it when you see you see how good he is up close, and you, you forget how young he is as a player. You you kind of start assuming he's much older. He's, he's 
physically he's so big and strong around the contest and he's got such an appetite for it as well he's um yeah he, he's his game is really evolving uh, and growing uh, he's his real strength on the inside of the contest is as good as anyone's in the competition, and it's a real credit to him at 21 to be able to do that. And there is an expectation because he is so good. Is his next development perhaps going forward for periods of time and maybe pinching 20 goals a season? Yeah, I think I think probably for us as a club, that's part of our, our evolution as well. We probably don't have the midfield depth at the moment that we need for that to really happen. So... Um, if he could, if he could spend more time as a forward, there's no doubt he'd be able to kick goals because he's he's got a uh, the ability to be one to be able to mark the ball, but two, he's got good goal sense around when he's a, a little bit closer to home. So um, yeah, I, I guess probably from a club point of view, we need to develop a little bit more depth through the midfield so we can um, have him spending a little bit more time down there. I uh, thank you for joining us. I asked Paul Roos. Paul Roos joined us last night for the Melbourne assessment. I asked him a question on individuals, and I got an answer. Now, I don't know whether because he was actually leaving the scene, so I'll ask you this. From point A to point B, point A is basically when Brendan Lobb's at the club, you know, basically this time last year, to where we find ourselves talking on. Who is the single most improved player at the club? Oh, gee, that's uh, <laughs> a good question without notice. Um, oh, across the board, uh, it's probably difficult. Uh, there's been growth in an enormous amount of players. I, for me, I... Probably when I saw Sam Rowe as a as a one on one defender yeah. um, and see his capacity to be able to um, he he didn't have his greatest game in the last week against Joey but um, and through the course of the season to be able to play on the best key forward every week and still really complement our system um, he probably impressed me as much as anyone behind the ball there's no doubt about that he oh, I probably had some question marks as whether he could do it and. Um, his growth and, and at the stage of his career is to be able to really adapt the way he did. Um, it was a real credit to him and, and he had a really impressive season. There's exciting times and you only have to evidence by the way that the crowds are returning and the navy blue being seen around the place. And I suppose February, middle of February for the NAB Challenge will be upon us before we know it with some big decisions that the club will make with personnel. Dale, thank you very much for your time and thank you for that lovely overview of Carlton in 2016. No worries, Tony. Uh, thanks. Appreciate Dale Amos, the senior assistant coach at the Carlton Football Club. Uh, you're listening to Sports Day. Thanks to Crown Lager, brewed using the finest of Australian ingredients. Crown, it's made of Australia's finest and it's perfect for celebrating any occasion, including Father's Day. It's time for the Greyhound Racing Victoria Chase of the Week. And the winning team will receive a $250 voucher to spend at their local Greyhound Club. And normally I like to say with some confidence, Plough, where the nearest Greyhound Racing Club is. But Cyril Rioli, I'm sorry, Plough, I've actually walked over your... That's fine. Sorry about that. Is this week's winner. So very quickly, tell us which is the local football club that's going to get a $250 start at the uh, at the nearest Greyhound Country Greyhound Racing Track. Tony, well, Cyril Rioli is representing the Heathmere Football Club in the Southwest District League. So he's a player you'd want to have representing you, wouldn't you? And I promise, before we do the RDO shortly, I'll tell you where their nearest Greyhound Racing Track. It's always great to hear from Cyril Rioli. He's got a handle away to Crocker, to Smith, who's got to be quick. He was closed down by Cyril. And that's a Greyhound Racing Victoria chase. Cyril wastes no time. 